All right, Mike is live and here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Dark Avenger podcast. The podcast I'll be bringing to you guys every other week for now. Might change to a weekly format at some point, but for right now, this is an every other week podcast, and this is going to be a podcast about basically anything. This is a new adventure for me outside of YouTube. I've done several podcasts before as a guest and as a co-host. I did have a solo podcast I did on YouTube, but this is the first time I'm venturing outside of YouTube on my own, uh, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and um, yeah, it's it's a new experience for me, and obviously this is the first episode, so introductions are definitely needed. For those of you that followed me uh, from YouTube uh, onto this podcast, I know I got a few people already who've been following Thank you guys so much for uh, joining me on this new adventure, or this new chapter in the Dark Avenger production, so to speak. And um, unfortunately, some of you guys are going to be a little bit bored because I am going to talk about a little bit of the history of what you know Dark Avenger is and uh, my YouTube history and stuff like that. But after that, we'll have a little bit of fun. But this is really, you know, as the title says, the series has landed. But I want to make sure that everybody who listens to this knows exactly who I am and. Um, what I do and what I've done and what I plan to do. So some of you who know me already might be a little bored, but I'll try to spice things up a little bit to give you guys something new um, to hear on this uh, podcast. So first and foremost, my name is Chris Ventura. That is a pen name. Uh, That's what I go by on YouTube, and that's what I've gone by for many years online. Um, Dark Avenger uh, is... Uh, A YouTube channel I created approximately, I'd like to say, about six years ago. And uh, it wasn't my first uh, YouTube channel. My very, very, very first YouTube channel was a group I started with my brother called Brooklyn Boys 13. And to be honest, that's where my history honestly started. We opened up Brooklyn Boys 13. It was supposed to be a random channel where we did basically anything we wanted. And we really didn't care what people thought we really just did it to have fun we did that now going on eight years uh, it was a lot of acting a lot of gaming and a lot of good times with myself my brother and our friends um and we had a blast but um without brooklyn boys there definitely wouldn't be a dark avenger because all the people that um enjoyed our content on brooklyn boys uh they all knew my brother and my friend uh they all had their own channels i never did i worked on the group channel and that was it so uh finally um i believe it was Five years into Brooklyn Boys, maybe a little bit less, um, I decided, all right, everybody wants me to make my own channel. I'm going to do it. And I did. And uh, I had to figure out what theme I wanted. You know, my brother was uh, an everything channel. My friend Kevin was gaming. So I figured, what do I like most? And the answer was literally right in front of my face, no pun intended, comic books. So I opened my channel up. And ironically, the first thing I did was a walkthrough of a video game. So... The channel didn't start off as a comic book channel, but after the Ghostbusters walkthrough, which that game is awesome, by the way, I would definitely recommend it. But after that, um, my channel finally became what I wanted it to be, a comic review show. And um, I've done 300 plus episodes of my comic review, and my channel's gone through several changes throughout the years. We've gone strictly comics, we've added other content, added podcasts. Um, I made a bunch of really awesome friends, which I will get into after I go through my channel. This, this, this is going to be a lot of plugs in, in this episode also to a lot of amazing people. But anyway, um, after a while, um, 
I felt like I needed something uh, new with my channel. So uh, after leaving my previous job uh, at the end of this past summer in 2015, I decided that it's time to really think about what I want for the channel, what I really want to do. Uh, I started working online <clears throat> a bit, which I'll get into that also later on. So um, my channel went through a dramatic change of what do I really want? And the thing is, I love comic books, but I love many other things. And you guys are going to notice this because this podcast is going to reflect all of the things that I like. Um, I've never been one, uh, especially growing up, I've never been one to be stereotyped. I'm not just a comic book. I don't want to say nerd. I don't want to say geek. I'm not a comic book just fan. I'm not just a toy fan. I'm not just a gamer or video game fan. I'm not just a TV movie person, even though really TV and movies, I would say, is the lowest, the absolute lowest on my list of things that I do. But I'm not strictly a fan of really anything. I like a lot of different things. Even in school, um, for those of you that don't know, I worked as a teacher's aide. I've gone for teaching. I have an associate's in teaching. I also have several credits in animal science. I love working with animals. I love working with children. Um, I've worked in several different places. I love writing. Uh, my art, if you count stick figures as something good, um, my stick figures are freaking amazing, but after that, everything else sucks. Um, but I'm one of those people that I'm not really one to like one thing. I like ha having multiple likes. I, I, I always like to look into different things. I, I, I don't like to stay in just one specific subject. So that's why I changed my channel to an everything channel. And y if you go on there now, which there are links on my, um, profile on SoundCloud, if you're listening on iTunes, it's youtube.com backslash darkavengerc86. Uh, I do a bunch of different things now. I do toy look uh, overlooks i don't like calling them reviews because i like to just look at them so it's really more of a toy spotlight or something uh, obviously the comic review show is still going on it's 300 plus like i said um there's blind bag openings i've gotten back into pokemon cards a little bit gotten a little bit into magic as well i know i have a few fans of both pokemon and magic that watch my channel uh, i started a um first look and impression game um series uh, I did do a couple of other things with video games. I have live shows I do. I have impromptu live shows. And then I have my regular live show, which is every Friday night at 9 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you ever on YouTube and you want a show to watch with video, you get to see me. Um, it's at 9 o'clock every Friday unless I have to cancel for whatever reason. But so far, knock wood, things have been... Uh, um, consecutive that we've been doing it every single week and as I'm re finishing this recording actually uh, it should be Friday I don't know if this podcast will go up Friday I hope it does but if not um, every Friday I do do a live show I've done several um, you know on the fly live shows which were a blast as well uh, on Facebook right now Dark Avengination was just created which is for all the people that are in my comments literally every time I do a live show or every time I do a video these are people that communicate with each other as well as myself uh, through the comments so this is a way of us stay, you know, keeping ourselves you know, being together with each other uh, every day of the week instead of whenever I post a video and that channel, that site is really building up really quick. Group, not site, sorry. That group is really building up quickly and I'm really having a lot of fun with it and a lot of people are making really great friendships through it. And that's really what I wanted to do with my channel. I didn't want to just do reviews and promote writers and artists, which by the way, comic book writers and artists are awesome. I have nothing, I'm not saying that they don't deserve, you know, the spotlight. They absolutely do. I know I've made friends with so many of them uh, in the past several years I've been doing comic books that it's amazing. But 
Um, what I really wanted to do with my channel, and this is something I wanted to do since Brooklyn, since I left, not left, but since I branched off from Brooklyn Boys, was I wanted to inspire, because that's what Brooklyn Boys did. We we had a lot of people who were, you know, depressed, and they would watch our videos, and they'd feel good. Uh, I've mentioned this several times, but I'm so happy because I'm still friends with this uh, married couple now, but they uh, they met through Brooklyn Boys and got married, and they're still my very good friends, and I'm very happy to still be a part of their lives, and it it's just amazing how much of an impact Brooklyn Boys had without being a super popular channel. And that's another thing. You don't have to be popular to make an impact on somebody's life, you know. It's just what people find and, and how people find you. And, and that's why Brooklyn Boys was very important and why, even though I have my own channel, it's very important that we try to keep things going on that channel as well. But I wanted to do the same thing for my channel, and that's why I decided to do several different things i decided to touch on all the things that i like so everybody will have something to watch on my channel and then of course the live show is where i interact with everybody and i talk we we talk about video games we talk about wrestling everything and uh we have a blast we have a blast doing it and that's what i want to do with my channel i want to build a community i want to build a community of friends uh not just a community of fans and i want to really just reach out and you know try to impact as many lives positively as possible and that kind of leads into my other venture, which I will get into uh, when I get off of YouTube. But uh, in my lifespan on YouTube, I also started another group uh, with my brother and a really good friend of mine, Mike Spider Slayer, and that's uh, Dark Avenger Inc. That's what it started as. I almost said what it became. And yes, so we started this journey together, um, just like on my channel, we uh, started, we talked about comic books, we started several different series on Dark Avenger Inc., and not too far after, we started gaining members. Uh, the group expanded. It got bigger and bigger. And then, of course, the inevitable. I'm going to skip all the history of Dark Avenger and Comic Frontline. If you guys would like to know more, you're welcome to go on my channel. I'm sure I've talked about it multiple times <clears throat> in multiple um, videos celebrating a year on YouTube or several years on YouTube. I know I talked about it in my 300 comic review celebration weekend, but... We then became Comic Frontline, which is what you guys see today, ComicFrontline.com. And I consider everybody on there like my family. I mean, for the past five years, we've been doing um, our group channel, and we've grown very close. We talk with each other every single day. And it's it's nice to have extended family, especially in my case, because my family was very small. Uh, I grew up, it was just myself, my mom my brother, my grandmother, and then my aunt and uncle, which live up the block. And that was it. Most of our cousins didn't live around here. Um, family, are very, we had a very small family, and I always kind of wanted a bigger family because I, I see bigger families and how they have all these wonderful events. And unfortunately, we didn't have that. But that was okay because now I have such a great family on YouTube. And, um, yeah, from there I also joined up with Brandt on Zone 4, which was a really fun experience. And I think it's Brandt's fault, I say, to this day, but not in a bad way, in a good way. It's Brandt's fault why I really got into podcasting, why I really enjoyed podcasting. And for the most part, I always wanted to have him as a co-host, or I had to have somebody as a co-host. I did do one other solo podcast, which hopefully one day will come back, uh, which was It's a Podcast. Um... Things kind of fell short on there because it was very comic-only centric. So uh, I kind of ran out of ideas with it. So um, now I'm trying to revamp it into something else uh, with my good friend Dan. But for right now, uh, I wanted to do a podcast, like I said, that had multiple interests. Not just one thing, one specific thing. I wanted to have a podcast where I could literally talk about anything. And that's why I created the Dark Avenger podcast. Simple title, simple podcast, um, and... 
yeah so now i'm running on i'm running with it on soundcloud and uh i'm you know it's very exciting you know sitting down really thinking out what i want to talk about on a podcast and what you know not just in one subject in multiple subjects uh, i can talk about and um it's exciting most of the shows by the way are only going to be about 30 to 45 minutes maybe an hour if i get into a really deep you know talk about something will there be guests on here absolutely i'd love to um, bring some people uh, on as guests from time to time. Now, again, this is mostly a solo show, so I'm not going to say all the time, but maybe every so often, every you know several shows, there'll be a little treat where I'll have somebody on here to talk to, whether it be a writer, an artist, a person, a friend of mine. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to expand out to multiple things, but um, going back to this real, real quick... Uh, yeah, so I started working with Brant on Zone 4. We tried, we've done several different shows. We have one to three podcasts. We have the Chris and Brant show, which is a vid, vidcast, uh, which you guys will actually be seeing it on SoundCloud. I will be taking all of the um, the vidcast that we do, which is one, two, three, and the Chris and Brant show, provided it's not a, you know, a visual show, um, and Anime Weekly, which I do with my friend Jeremy, and I will be translating the audio so for those of you that don't have a chance to watch it on YouTube, you'll be able to hear it right here on SoundCloud, right here, if you're listening on iTunes, right here on iTunes. Uh, so you'll be able to take um, not only this podcast, but all the other uh, casts I do on YouTube uh, with you on the go. So you'll be able to hear it. Unfortunately, there's no visual yet, but again, <clears throat> at least you'll be able to hear our thoughts. And most of the time, it's really just audio. Um, I'm positive if it's not a live show, people just tune it in and switch over to something else that they're doing and just listen into the cast anyway. Uh, I'm sure I've done that multiple times. But um, anyway, yeah, so that was YouTube. And really what got me started on comic reviews was an awesome website called Pete's Basement. I could say, I could talk. It's Pete's Basement. Wow. I Pete's Basement. But that was really weird. Um, and uh, I wanted to have an idea of how to do comic reviews so i remember i i typed in comic reviews and that was one of the first five videos that popped up on youtube so i watched it and i really got into pete's basement i really enjoyed watching it i went to the website um i watched several episodes uh and what really was the draw for me was these are guys that are in um brooklyn not my part of Brooklyn, uptown from me, but still, they're part of Brooklyn. So I guess that kind of hooked me, as well as the fact that I really enjoyed the way they talked about comic books and how passionate they were. So to this day, and I, I have to say this, I've met Pete at every single New York Comic Con I've been to, except the very first one. And I think that's because really, I had no clue what I was doing at the first New York Comic Con. And I have to say, the crew of Pete's Basement, these are they're really nice guys they're really great to hang out with um this year i literally stayed till the last moment on sunday uh to get to see people five minutes he's a really great guy these are really legitimately nice guys they don't they're not you know that these are real people because they're not in it just for themselves they're in it because they love what they do and they love interacting with other people and their fans and pete's just a really he was a really awesome guy and everybody from com from from comic from Pete's Basement's awesome. I know I talked with um, several of them for a bit. And Roger, actually, it was funny because this year at New York Comic Con, um, we met him twice on, on Saturday and on Sunday in the um, in the press lounge where we were having lunch. And just great conversation. Again, these are really nice people. And uh, I would definitely recommend, if you guys like comic reviews, to definitely check them out as well. They're really nice. Again, though, 
Uh, one thing that they do that we don't do on, or Comic Frontline doesn't do, because I have cursed many times that they do curse. So um, definitely if you have kids, I would say pre-watch the show first. But it's not, they're not too, too bad when it comes to cursing. I've seen a lot worse. Believe me, I've seen a lot worse. And um, it doesn't take away from me, because you know what? Cursing, it's just another word. It's bad words. I'm not, you know, I'm not advocating everybody should curse, but you know, uh, when you're older, you hear it, you know it. Doesn't mean just because you hear other people saying it doesn't mean you have to do it. But still, it it, it adds comedy. I'll be honest to the show sometimes when they throw random words like what? what and it's like awesome. So that's why I love Pete's Basement. I know Judgment definitely. But anyway, um, venturing outside of YouTube now and outside of Zone Four, um, uh, I had like I mentioned, I had left my job for another profession, which was writing. Uh, growing up. Since I was about 15 years old, I loved writing. I've written fantasy. I've written science fiction. I've written horror. I've written several different um, types of stories in my lifetime you know, up till this point. And uh, last year, um, Brandt uh, and Lisa ended up opening up an awesome comic company called Last Ember Press. And uh, I approached Brandt with a comic I never thought would ever see the light of day. And um, it was a comic I wrote I've written like, 40 stories with this character I created and um, I came to the realization when I was about 18 that there was no way this was ever going to get published because I DC and Marvel yeah right and um, I let's just say I wasn't able to really reach out to any of the other comic companies but uh, I approached Brant with the idea and um, Brant said yeah sure I mean it sounds I gave him the skip you know the, the, the 411 on what the story was about and he liked it uh, several edits later, though, because remember I was 15 when I first wrote this, and things things needed to be changed. Um, yeah, so it's a comic book, or it's going to be a comic book. It'll be coming out soon. I'm very excited. The first story arc I just finished writing, and um, now it's all about getting the edits together. You know, editing it up because Brent's helped me edit it. Brent helps me a lot. Brent is really um, a great friend to me. He's been really, you know, he's he's been my. Um, support throughout most of the changes i've been doing not only on my channel but with my life and you know also doing this book we're working on some books together but um yeah it's in the editing stage now and then we take the edited pages we send it to the artist and hopefully uh by in may definitely uh the first issue will be out and i'm excited for that this is a new a new chapter in my life a new adventure and um i love writing i've always loved it i've lo i've always felt like there's anybody can be a writer because we all have stories to tell it's those of us that are able to you know that can sit down and find a way to tell it that you know but i believe i truly believe now there's a saying that everybody's an artist i believe that but i don't believe everybody's a drawing artist i believe everybody is an artist in something whether it be music writing drawing um you know press even you know writing a good story I mean, you know, Lois Lane in, in uh, the Superman comics, she has an art, a talent for telling a good story. And it's a real story. You know, newscasters have a talent. They tell us stories. Podcasters have talent. They have, they have the ability to sit here on a microphone and know what to talk about, whether alone or together. You know, it's everybody has an art. Everybody, uh, anyone can do art. It's just the thing is, what is your talent? What is your art? Gamers. I can name you a million that I watch on YouTube because I love their personality while they're gaming. It's just everybody has a talent. 
And um, it's just realizing that talent and um, really just utilizing it to the best of its ability. See, when it comes to me, honestly, I love writing. I believe that that's my talent, that that's a talent of mine, a talent. But I feel like I have many talents because I really, growing up, I always wanted to touch on everything. I never wanted to do just one thing. Uh, I drove my mother crazy you know, and it reflected during Christmas especially because every Christmas was a different theme. One Christmas was Power Rangers. The next one was Jurassic Park. The next one was Pokemon. Mind you, these are when I was a kid. This isn't current years. But I just, I never could settle on one thing. I mean, there's things like comic books that I've been with since I was 11 years old. Yes, there are things that I don't drop, but I love venturing into other things. I've played video games my entire life. I feel like I've really taken away from myself because after my uh, previous breakup, I stopped gaming for a couple of years and uh, I miss it. I missed it. I really wanted to do more um, gaming. Uh, Several years went by. I missed out on a lot of really great games. I do own them, thank God, at least. Uh, Michael uh, and I kept up with owning the games, but we've never played them. And I feel like I really lost out on those years of gaming. And now, now I have the chance to actually... um, venture back into gaming a little bit because I want to do more, um, you know, with gaming and, you know, through YouTube and whatnot. But uh, I've always been multiple, you know, th- I, you know, I, I have a very deep DVD collection as well. I like to, um, collect, you know, I've collected everything Superman related. Um, I have several different Marvel movies, you know, I'm trying to keep the full collection of Marvel movies. Uh, I've gotten into anime again, I've watched uh, Kamen Rider now for two years, which is a really popular show in Japan, and I really enjoy that. Um, wrestling, I had walked away from about, I want to say, five, six years ago, and I walked back into it this past year because um, Brent and I decided to start one, two, three podcast. Um, it's just I'm I really like doing multiple things. It's just one of those. I'm one of those people that I just can't settle with just one thing. And I never growing up, I never wanted to be stereotyped as anything. Uh, my dress fashion was always <clears throat> different. My, um, although I did like rock and roll for a, for a pretty long time, so for a time you could say I was more of a. You could tell that I well I no not really dress wise no I've always had different shirts different this different that, uh, but thing is I never like to be one specific thing. I feel like life is too short to enjoy just one thing. You should try a lot of things out and see what you like and what you don't like. Of course, I would not advocate spending a lot of money <laughs> because Lord knows I've spent a ton of money on things that I liked one day and then didn't even bother going back to the next. But in doing that, I did um, get into a lot of things that to this day I still enjoy doing. So... Um, it's it's a it's a chance. It's like gambling, but only with you know hobbies instead of going to um, Las Vegas and gambling tons of money away and making nothing back. Um, so that's really what this podcast is going to be about. I'm going to grab a lot of subjects. I'm going to grab a lot of topics going on. I'll, you know, I'll throw my life into it as well, and um, I'm going to really just fly with it. I'm going to go with um, what. Uh, I want to talk about on this show and um, another thing that actually happened and this is uh, this is really perfect timing for this first um, podcast but Nintendo Direct last night so now you know I'm recording the rest of this on Friday Nintendo Direct um, actually had a live show which lasted about 40 somewhat minutes and uh, they were talking about all the new stuff that's going to be coming out 
Uh, they announced a few games. They um, um, promoted a few of the games that we know are coming out. And then they mentioned about a bunch of updates for like Mario Maker and stuff like that. Um, I got to admit, the first half of the show I liked. I, I enjoyed looking at the Wii U games they were planning to bring out. Lost Reavers kind of caught my interest. A few of the other trailers caught my interest for a few other games. Um, I'm really, Michael's really excited for Star Fox Zero. Uh, they mentioned there's a game that you could get bundled with it now, <clears throat> Star Fox uh, Guard, which actually we, we are definitely going to be adding with Star Fox Zero because the game looks interesting. Um, the add-ons to Mario Maker look really cool. Um, but then they went into the 3DS, and for those of you that know me, you guys know, the only thing I really use my 3DS for is the Pokemon games or for handheld games. I'm, I really can't get into like, I got monster hunter. I tried it. It didn't work for me on a handheld. For some reason, I'm just not a handheld system kind of guy. I mean, when I go out, I don't think the first thing to grab is my three DS. Usually I'll say, okay, I'm going out. I'll take my nook or I now have, you know, my phone has apps on it. I don't really, I'm not a, a traveling gamer so to speak. I like to play games on consoles more than on handhelds. I don't own a Vita. I tried getting a PSP. We got like three games for it and it was like, this could be done on TV. So we're not really, I'm not a portable game system kind of guy. I mean, maybe if I had the XL for the 3DS, maybe I would be more because it's a bigger screen, but it, it doesn't do anything for me, the 3DS. So when the second half of the show was all about the um, games coming out for the 3DS and updates for the 3DS, I kind of fell out of the rest of the Nintendo Direct um, live show because it's like, okay, these look nice, they look great, but I don't really particularly like... Now, one game that wasn't announced yet, but well, on this live show, but that was announced, announced was Pokemon um, Sun and Moon. Now, those two games I have a lot of interest in, and those two games I'm going to really be looking forward to uh, checking out when they come out. Um, I haven't... I, I literally played Ruby Red... Uh, Ruby, Alpha, Alpha Ruby? I want to say Alpha Ruby. Uh, recently. And um, I enjoyed it. I, I played through it. It took me three days. I was sick, so I literally just sat in bed and played it for three days, and I literally am up to the point now where I'm fighting the Elite Four, but... I haven't done it yet because uh, after getting better, I went back to doing a bunch of work on the internet, so I haven't had a chance to finish the game, so I got so close to the end, but yet I'm still so far away from completing the game. But yeah, that's um, that's how I am. With games, I love the consoles. That's why when uh, PS4 came out uh, a couple of months after I grabbed it, uh, Xbox One, I think we got it the exact same time, <clears throat> so this way we can... Have both of the up-to-date consoles now. Nintendo NX is being announced at E3 possibly, and it'll be out this um, holiday. I think what we're gonna do with um, <clears throat> the Nintendo NX is we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait for at least a half a year and see what exactly NX is about because I don't know. I mean, I know it's been several years since Nintendo's done uh, a system, but I feel like the Wii U is really just now taking off. So for me, I could wait. Uh, moving away from gaming, um, what else is there? Legends of Tomorrow. I'm really enjoying that on uh, 
the CW right now. I actually just stopped doing uh, solo reviews on my channel for it because they started feeling like a chore. I mean, every time I do a review, I feel like I'm saying the same thing. I really am enjoying the series. I love the way the direction's going with the story. If you guys haven't watched it and you're fans of DC Comics, uh, I would definitely recommend watching it. I enjoyed last night's episode. It was a real fun episode. Uh, Space Pirates, lots of name drops from both Star Trek, Star Wars, and DC comic characters that um, the uh, TV show hasn't even caught up to yet. Imperex and and stuff like that. That was awesome that uh, Rip dropped so many names like that. But um, KJ Rowe was another one. I was like, wow, what's going on? How are you dropping so many of these names? And usually when name drops happen, that means we'll see them at some point, but... I guess we'll have to wait and see. Another, oh God, one thing that dropped yesterday also was the Ghostbusters trailer. And you know, I, I I must have been taken in at the moment. It was early in the morning. I watched it and I thought that the visual effects were great. I love seeing Slimer again. Um, I love the music. I, I must say I like the updated music for it, but after taking a whole day and really thinking about it, and then I believe I saw Ghost, I had Ghost, I have Ghostbusters on DVD, so... After really watching the first Ghostbusters movie again, I go back and I look at this trailer and I'm like, oh my god, this is not Ghostbusters at all. I mean, if this movie was called anything but Ghostbusters, maybe I would be more interested, but it doesn't feel like a Ghostbusters movie, and this trailer didn't do anything for me after watching Ghostbusters again. I just... It says 30 years ago, you know... Maybe this is the same timeline. Maybe the original Ghostbusters retired, you know, 20-somewhat years ago. And this is the new Ghostbusters team, whatever. But I'm, I just, I don't feel it. I, I, I don't really, I'm not, I didn't, you know, watching the trailer, I didn't laugh. And I noticed uh, Kat said that, that she didn't laugh. And that made me think, wow, wait, I didn't laugh either. I smiled at a few things. I mean, a few things made me smile because it was, you know, like the pow- power of pain compels you. But, um... Other than that, I really, I don't know. I just, I wasn't feeling the Ghostbusters trailer at all. I mean, the movie has to happen before we can really truly judge it, but um, it's a movie I won't be uh, watching, that's for sure. Um, Batman v Superman is another one that I really don't want to watch. I'll probably wait till it comes out on DVD. I just, I feel like there's too many things going on in that movie. Uh, too much Doomsday. Doomsday doesn't belong there, in my opinion, either. And I don't like how Zack Snyder can just boldly say uh, any true fan of the comics knows I took canon from the original Superman way back when he was first created. Myself and Jay, well, Jay more than me because Jay's got an extensive history with Superman. We called bullshit the second we read that article because we... I know I read the first year of Superman. I have the um, collector's editions to know and the omnibuses that, you know, I read through the first volume of Superman, okay? Never was there canon where um, Jonathan Kent told Clark it would have been a better idea to kind of not show his powers off and possibly everybody died. Never did Clark have to snap anyone's neck. Was he edgier Superman? Absolutely. He never snapped a neck. He never... It wasn't as dark and he never ignored people that were in trouble. He fought Zod through an entire city, ignoring the destruction. And I love how, in this next movie, Batman addresses the destruction part. And I love how he, Zack Snyder tries to redeem himself with Zod being dead by trying to bring him back as Doomsday. 
<clears throat> but it doesn't work. It doesn't work because that movie happened already. And I don't know. I just... Jesse Eisenberg also. I'm sorry. No. The answer is just a, a, a resounding no. I... Ugh. No. Not a, Even if it's not the Lex Luthor, if it's a Luthor, no. No. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. But that's just my take on movies and TV. As far as comic books, I'm really looking forward to... I love how I'm touching on every single subject here, but uh, I'm really looking forward to what DC Comic Rebirth <clears throat> will be starting in June. I'm excited because they promised to bring back a lot of the history that they took away when they brought us the new 52. Um, I feel like they lost enough of an audience that, yeah, it proves that they need to bring some of their history back. Um, but I'm really excited to see this new adventure DC's going in. And, you know, Marvel right now is in the all-new, all-different, not-really uh, stage. Uh, one thing I have to say though, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about it, but I feel really like there's so many books out right now, like almost too many. I mean, you've got Marvel, which doubles up a lot of their books. And now soon when Rebirth happens, DC announced 17 of their titles are going to be doubled up. So that's twice a month for most of their titles. And I look at the pile of books I have. Now, I know Jay. Jay has like a million books a week. He gets like almost everything. And he reads through it pretty quickly. But for me, I've, you know, if you watch my very first ever comic review, I had like maybe 10 books. I I grew over time, but I personally don't think I can handle <clears throat> like 60 books a week. I don't have that time to read. That's literally having to dedicate my time just to comic books and what I wanted to do is it, it kind of conflicts with that because I wanted to be able to do multiple things and for example last week I had about like almost 30 books and it took me uh, a while to read them all and it took up a lot of time and uh, it took away it took me away from doing a lot of the stuff I wanted so uh, I'm really going to be picking and choosing through a lot of books and uh, obviously Superman is one of the mainstays regardless of how good or bad it is uh, DC hasn't done anything bad enough to make me want to drop the series that started me into comic books and the series I've always bought no matter what. <clears throat> but um, that's a book I always get. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man is another book I've always, you know, I always got. Um, so there are some books that um, very, it would be very hard to put them on the chop block. But there are a lot of books that I read just to read that I'm enjoying. But, you know, for the sake of time and the ups and downs, I don't know. But I know that I want to do a lot of cuts uh, in the coming months. And I will be doing a lot of cuts when DC Comic Rebirth happens. I'm going to really look deep into the first two issues of each series. And um, I'm going to make my determination because I really want to get into doing other things. And I don't want so many comics uh, to bury you know, all my other work. And um, I love comics. Don't get me wrong. That's what, you know what my channel was all about for so long, but, um, you know, a lot of people make a lot of cuts sometimes and, and it's expensive. You know, people say, oh, comics, they're two ninety nine, not too expensive, not too expensive until you get like 12 or 13 of them. I remember things had gotten so bad at one time that we were spending about $75 a week. That's changed a lot. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was just week after week, $70, $70. It, it adds up. You take all those uh, $70 and you add them up in a, in a six-month time span, and that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Do I regret it? Absolutely not. I love all the books I read. Most of the books I read. Some of them are horrible, but 
But the books that I do enjoy, I um, you know, it's worth the money. And um, I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna take things in stride. <clears throat> I'm really still evolving as time moves forward and as my life is slowly, you know, acclimating into its new, um, you know, the new stage. Uh, also, as you guys know, I have my son, which I take care of every single day, which that takes up a huge chunk of my time, and I don't regret that at all. I love my boy. He's two years old. He turned two this past January, and it's, again, a new adventure for me being a father. Um, you know, if you watch the very first video I ever did on YouTube, which was about eight, nine years ago, <laughs> yeah, that guy, about five, six, seven, no, about seven years down the line, becomes a dad. That, even looking back myself, I'm like, gee, you're going to become a dad in about six years? Jeez. But the good news is it was all acting, but, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I like to get into multiple things. And that's just an example. I wanted to do that on purpose to give you guys an example of all the different things I do. Now, for this show, what I'm going to try to do is, again, I don't want to make this a very, like, formulaic show where every week I'll talk, like, every show it's, like, games, comics, TV, life, end. I want to be able to have a fluid show where I don't have to have something from everything in each show so maybe one episode it'll be mostly about gaming you know my thoughts on gaming one episode will be mostly about comics my frustration or my enjoyment of certain series life always i think will have a part in um my podcast i'll always have something new to talk about there um i love to you know i would love to hear from you guys i know that there's comments on uh soundcloud so it's always great to have feedback um on um subjects i'm talking about to see what you guys are enjoying listening to as far as tv and movies i'm being honest with you guys it's going to be very rare that you hear me talk about tv but maybe movie trailers and every so often a movie here and there but i i don't go into that too much i really i'm mostly into video games i'm into comics you know toys and collectibles i like to keep up with those uh cards i've gotten back into a little bit so but i'm not really going to talk too much about cards on this podcast because Pokemon is Pokemon, and that is that. Same thing with Magic. Magic has gorgeous artwork on their cards. I will say that, and that's why I love Magic. But, um, yeah, not really much to talk about as far as the cards. You know, I like the EX. I like the full arts. I think they look great. That's really all I can say about Pokemon cards. So, um, I'm just looking to do a bunch of different things with this. I'm looking to have fun with it. I'm looking to have you guys have fun with it. Uh, I'm looking for feedback as always, you know, if you agree with something I say, if you don't agree with something I say, I welcome you guys to, you know, say, Hey, I don't agree. I think the Ghostbusters movie looks awesome. It's going to be amazing. Um, it's always nice to have differing opinions because if everybody agreed or felt the exact same way, well, that would be pretty boring. Actually, that would be pretty boring indeed. Mm hmm. And, um, no, I'll also give you guys some updates on my book. Um, right now, also on Brooklyn Boys, speaking of Brooklyn Boys, um, I'm working on the final season of Epic Story. Now, about four years ago, we concluded, and I'm giving air quotes, concluded Epic Story with season four, but um, it didn't end quite the way I wanted it to, and I did have one more hurrah, one more season that I had in mind, and it was going to be called Epic Story Season 5, uh, which very quickly changed to Epic X. And then as cast and people came in and out of uh, my life, um, 
yeah, the the story definitely changed to the point where right now, with the people that are involved and um, the ideas I have, I think now is a perfect time. Like I wanted to do it two years ago. It didn't work. I want to do it last year. It didn't feel right. And Kevin was very busy. So now this year, things seem like they're aligning pretty well. Uh, got a recap going on for the four, first four seasons of the, of the series. Um, this time around, it's not going to be a season. It's going to be four uh, half-hour to 45-minute episodes, which make a gigantic movie. So probably I'm going to take, once the fourth one's out, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to make some extras, and we're going to make it a full-fledged, you know, four-hour or two-hour-and-a-half movie for YouTube. But we will be releasing them in episodes uh, in, in parts. They'll be part one, two, three, and four. Um, <clears throat> when we do release the full thing, though, I am talking with a few people that might be guesting on said full, you know, fully connected movie. Uh, and there will be extras in the middle of the movie, so it'll make for something for those of you that watch the four parts you're like why am i going to watch it all together well there's going to be extra scenes so it'll make it worth watching a second time um but yeah after epic x though epic x is going to be the grand finale uh the final hurrah for epic story will epic story ever come back i know a few people asked if i'd ever reboot it or start it over the answer is simple yes provided i have a bigger cast um, more than just one background because filming in my backyard and my backyard literally being every single scene, it gets old. So if I have multiple backgrounds, a bigger cast and, um, a person who could do really good special effects, yes, I would consider bringing Epic Story back at some point. Uh, of course, changing a lot around because Epic Story was basically the comic book I have coming out. <laughs> Uh, so uh, obviously I would have to change a lot of the story up now to have it, you know, be its own entity, but I would consider it. I would, I would sit down and consider it again if I had all of those things that I feel are important, uh, that we didn't have and why I feel Epic Story as popular as it was, I, I really was never a hundred percent satisfied because it was always the same background, the same place, or, you know, we only had like three people at, at a time. So it's always like the same fights. Um, so I don't, I didn't want it to go on and continue to be a boring, repetitive series. I think that's why we ended it at season four. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of the same fights in season five. And we're going to try to spice things up a bit. We're going to try to give you guys a nice, unique story to go along with the fight. So this way it's something new. Um, but again, it's going to fall under the same for, uh, formulaic same background it's going to be dark mike it's going to be maybe dark mike uh, i am working on something else it's going to be the same cal it's going to be the same kevin you know you know still debating about being good or bad but there is a twist actually at the very beginning of C of x which i think you guys are going to like uh and we will be adding ellie uh cindy's going to have a role as well depending on both of their work schedules um so yeah no there's there's going to be a unique twist to this season but not something so unique that it's like, oh, this is something completely brand new. There's going to be stuff that you guys are going to be like, oh, we're getting another fight with these two characters. Or, oh, we're getting another, we need to do this to in order to save the world kind of thing. And I, um, I'm trying my hardest as I'm scripting it to make it as unique and as different uh, from the past four scenes as possible. But it's hard. It really is, especially with the limited amount of cast and background that we have 
But it, it's coming along. It's coming along pretty well, and I'm very happy with it uh, so far. Um, we're going to start filming in the spring. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And um, other than that, it's just, you know, I'm trying to find a norm for myself. And I think SoundCloud is going to be fun for me. And, and in a way, I think SoundCloud and doing these podcasts are going to be a bit therapeutic for me to just sit down and talk with you guys, you know, share my thoughts on several different things by myself. Uh, just really getting my feelings out there about whatever. And, you know, whether it be whatever or whenever. Uh, right now it's every other week, like I said. Maybe I'll change it to every week. If I have enough to talk about every week, why the hell not, you know? Just go with it. Um, other than that, that's really it. I will have guests, like I said. I would love to do a few things. I do have an idea for one uh, special um, person I'd love to have on here at some point, and we'll see. We'll see, but we'll we'll talk, and I will be talking with other people, and um, we'll have fun. And, you know, the, the hardest thing when it comes to writing or when it comes to starting a series or anything, is the first episode. Because in the first episode of a story, in the first episode of a podcast, in the first episode or the first video in a series, the hardest thing is the introduction and the first episode, the first episode basically, the setup. And I feel like that's what this episode was, setting you guys up for what to expect for this podcast, giving you guys the 411 on what to expect here, um, you know, introducing myself, giving you a bit of an origin of what Dark Avenger is. So now I feel a lot better ending this episode, knowing that next episode, we literally get right down to what this show is about. So for those of you that thought this episode was just interesting, not something that you don't, you, you're not sure if this is something you want to come back to, I highly recommend coming back for episode two before you make your judgment because I... It's so hard to do a good intro, and Lord knows how many times I actually had to re-record the intro to this first episode. I would say at least 30, uh, 20 to 30 times I had to re-record uh, the intro to this podcast because it just didn't sound right. And, you know, the first episodes, the origins, the setups, those are, I don't want to say the most boring, but those are the ones that are like, okay, so this is what we're going to do, and this is what we're going to do, and we're going to talk about this, and we're going to go about that, and we're going to have this, that, and the other thing. I'm this person. This is what I've done in my lifetime, on my lifetime online, and these are the people I know, and this is what I do on other sites. We've gotten past all that now, I feel, and um, starting with episode two, I feel like we'll have a lot more, or I'll have a lot more to talk about. Um, you know, you'll have a lot more entertainment. It'll be less set up. So, uh, again, I apologize for those of you that came over from YouTube to check this episode out, and I had to give everybody who doesn't know me the 411, but hopefully you guys will come back for episode two. I'm really setting up a good show for episode two. Uh, it'll be in two weeks. I'm trying to come up with a definitive date for, um, a day to upload these episodes, I don't think it'll be Friday. I'm aiming more for Wednesdays. I really am, and as time moves on, I maybe will be. I'll maybe be adding other strictly audio shows to SoundCloud. Um, it really depends on time, and if I really am into the idea of said series. Uh, but those will probably be more centric towards whatever that series is about. Um, but yeah, this is an exciting adventure for me and I'm really looking forward to moving forward. And again, I hope you guys come back for episode two. Um, I have no um, 
nothing I can really tease you guys with because honestly, right now, um, anything can happen from today till two weeks from today. So uh, we'll see. We'll see where we go from here. So anyway, until then, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And um, again, I'll see you in not next week, but the week after for episode two of the Dark Avenger podcast there will be intro music and outro music for episode two i just felt like you know whenever you do a pilot whenever tv does a pilot episode they usually don't have the intro music for the first episode so i figured i'd do the exact same thing for this podcast and give you guys literally just the cast and then next time we'll have the intro music and while you're here also don't forget to check out all the awesome uh, places i mentioned Uh, i know my good friend mike spider slayer has his own soundcloud where he does his comic book countdown each and every week. So if you guys like comic book countdowns, I would definitely recommend. I'm subscribed to him. You can check it out on the people I follow. And I hope you guys enjoy this. I really do. I'm sorry if this was a little bit boring for some of you. Um, Like I said, the hardest part is setting up a show or the first episode. And I feel like you guys are going to have a lot more fun starting next episode because next episode is all going to be about the episode and less about setting up what the show is and who I am and what to expect so i hope you guys come back for episode two till next time everybody take care and i will see you guys really soon in the next cast